Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Napa know how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space, a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. GeekCastRadio.com presents GCRN Wars. Two geek topics will be challenged. The ultimate battle will come to pass. One shall stand. One shall fall. Hello and welcome to GCRN Wars. I am one of your hosts, TF2 and Mike. Joining me is Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. TV's Mr. Neil. Tonight I dine on turtle soup. <laughs> and of course, uh, Optimus Solo is here as well. Hello. I am here and ready to battle. Yes. Uh, we are going to be going through the next four battles of round one, round two, whatever you want to call it, of the 80s cartoon villain tournament. Uh, first, before I hand it over to Optimus Solo, I do want to say to everyone, please, after you listen to the podcast, go vote. But after you vote, comment on the post and tell us why you voted for who you voted for. Optimus Solo has been complaining all week of, oh my god, we have no comments. What's going on here? But we we, we received how many total votes, Steve? For round one? Um, total round, or total votes, uh, altogether 119 votes, but it was, I don't know how many people overall. Probably between right. 30 and 35, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would just be fun to hear some people, like, give us scenarios of why this person would beat that person, or what the, you know, kind of like a play out of battle between them, or give us some type of reasoning so we can discuss it and debate it and talk about it. Um, so don't just vote and give us some, give us some feedback. Yes, comment on the posts, please. Uh, all right, Optimus Solo, why don't you reveal who won in the first four battles? All right, hopefully everybody listened to our first episode. If not, we featured four battles. The first one was an epic battle between Skeletor and Hordak. Now, on the record there, we were unanimous in the fact that we thought Hordak would take that in a battle. Um, but again, we always said, you know, it's up to the people to vote and see how that turns down. And it was a very close contest. It was the closest contest we've had. 
in that first group. And the final tally was a 16 to 15 score. Skeletor winning by one vote. Now I have a, a theory on why that is. Not only because people might like Skeletor more, but recently um, I found that a TV channel that I get here in my area that I didn't realize I had on my on my cable system uh, called Kubo or Cubo, Cubo. running. Uh, they run He Man and She Ra, yep. Brave Star. Uh, on their night owls, so they've been doing like, that for a long, yeah. like a year at least. Well, see, I, I I didn't know. Like I just found the channel like a week ago before we recorded. Uh, uh, right after we recorded the round one episode, episode six. So I saw. Hard Prime takes a holiday from Shira. Now keep in mind, I have not watched any Shira episodes since I was a kid, and obviously Optimus Soul and I will be doing a podcast on Shira uh, in a couple of years. But Horde, in Horde Prime Takes a Holiday, Skeletor essentially, even though he loses in the end, he pretty much beats Hordak uh, when they're fighting over Horde Prime's ship. Because Hordak gets knocked out, and Skeletor takes control of the ship, and of course He-Man comes in and saves the day, whatever else. But Skeletor did win. So I'm not surprised, besides, outside of the fact that that fans may like Skeletor more... I'm not surprised that Skeletor pulled this one out. But what this means, people, since it was a one-vote difference, is that every vote matters, and you need to get out and support your favorite 80s villains and who you actually think would win in a battle, because every vote could determine who moves on in this Ultimate Battle Royale tournament. That's right. Um, So any other thoughts from the peanut gallery on Skeletor beating Hordak by one vote? Steve? Uh, I can't really say that I'm disappointed either way. I like Skeletor. I, I, I like Skeletor truthfully too. think Hordak would win, but I, I, this is not one that I would be upset either way compared to maybe another battle that we're going to talk about here in a minute. <laughs> Neil? Uh, well, last last time I brought up the fact that Skeletor had actually uh, taken down uh, Horde Prime in the Christmas special, so maybe he's not as much a goof as uh, we thought. Could yeah, be. Maybe not. And in the second battle we talked about last week, we featured King Zarkon against Darkstorm. And uh, we were pretty unanimous again with that one. We haven't had a lot of disagreement yet, and I'm sure we will get to that eventually. But in this first round, we were basically all on the same page, and we thought King Zarkon would take this one um, from Voltron. And by a score of 23-6, to 6, he dominated Darkstorm. So King Zarkon will move on to face Skeletor in the next round. We're not going to talk about that matchup yet. That's for another podcast. But uh, anybody thoughts on King Zarkon and, and the dominating performance against Darkstorm? Oh, I knew it would happen. Yeah, I, it's... yeah, I definitely saw that happening. Because, like we said in episode in the last episode of the podcast, that all his King Zarkon would have to do is just take Darkstorm's, you know. Staff. Um, battle beast thing away yeah. from it so i mean that's pretty much it so that covers the first two sections there of that round one part and then we got to one that actually turned out to be pretty close um somewhat surprises me and this is venger from dungeons and dragons against overlord from black star uh we were unanimous again in our support of venger but this was a four vote contest it ended up being 16 to 12 and I am surprised at how close this was. But uh, yeah. Venger ended up on top by four votes, Mike. Yeah, it's, I, I, 
I, I am really surprised that 12 people. I didn't voted. know there was that many Black Star fans. Yeah, I didn't. I, well, until until we even brought it up, until I did the research for for the for the first round episode, I was like, I didn't even know what the hell Black Star was. I I looked at Overlord and I'm like, where the hell is that guy from? So yeah, interesting. Very very interesting. Anyone else on uh, Overlord's performance there? No. Nah. I mean, I think we're all happy that Venger moves on. So yes. And he will face the winner of this last battle that we talked about last time, which was Cobra Commander from, obviously, G.I. Joe against Doc Terror. Um, yeah, we this was the one that we were the most strong about in our opinions, and obviously all unanimous that Cobra Commander would dominate Doc Terror. And somehow three people voted for Doc Terror. What the fuck is wrong with those three people? See, that's why I think it would have been interesting to see. I'm not saying you can vote for anybody. If you have a legit scenario where you think if this, 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 this happens, whatever, this is why this person would have this advantage, I'm all for it. I just wish I could hear the explanations of the three people that voted for Doc Terror. Give me the scenario where he beats Cobra Commander. I'm interested to see what I'm not thinking about that could be possible out there. Yeah. It's not possible. It's Cobra Commander. (laughs) Um, Cobra Commander... He, Obviously, he would, three votes is not enough to beat him. No, Cobra Commanders is once a man. Yes. So the the I didn't give the final tally, but the final tally was twenty eight to three, and and the most lopsided battle we've had so far. <laughs> it was so it was so great too. So once a, for like the first like three days, it was like seventeen to zero, and then by the time it hit eighteen, it was like eighteen to one, and then nineteen to two. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, Cobra Commander is just going to pull this out. <laughs> All right, so uh, that does it for those first four battles that we talked about. Those are the results. And now we'll move on to the other side of the bracket for four additional battles that will take place here. And what we're going to start with is, to me, an I have no clue how this is going to go. Uh, um, this is pretty much just like Kordak and Skeletor. Yeah, we this won't is know very until... evenly matched. Actually... Um, a couple of the matchups I think are evenly matched on this side, but th- we're going to two cartoons that are obviously forever linked, and that would be Thundercats and Silverhawks. I actually said it right there. Um, yeah, Silvercats and Thunderhawks. If you want to, if you want to hear us talk more about that, <laughs> there is a Wars episode where we debate which show is better, Silverhawks or Thundercats, and I think at least three different times I switched their names around. Yeah. Um, but we have a whole long discussion on which show is better in every facet. And this is going to pit their two main villains, and that is Mumra, the ever-living against Moonstar. Um, now, obviously, Mumra has two different forms. He has the decrepit little mummy-looking guy, and then the huge, gigantic, beast-like character that can be you know, out and about until he sees his own reflection or whatever. And then we have Moonstar, who is the hairy beast who turns into... Metal Man with spikes coming out of his head. Um, that's a very barbaric. You could say he transforms from beast to robot. I mean, they, they both have their two forms. Yeah. They're both very similar in, in the way they do things. Um, Mumra has a little bit more of the kind of like Skeletor when we talked about the more of the mystical, magical power type thing, whereas Moonstar has more of that brute force thing going for him. Um, I'm interested to see your guys' take on this. Let's start with uh, Mike here. Who? How do you see this going down? Who do you see winning? Why? Etc. Ancient spirits of evil transform this decayed form 
versus Monstar. Um, well, first of all, they both have completely obvious weaknesses. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolor paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You know, if, you know, Lionel puts up his claw and Mumra sees his reflection, my, you know, I don't know why Lionel just didn't do that Every single time that they fought, the first thing he does is put up the put up the claw glove, and he sees his he would be gone. He would be defeated in an instant without having to get any damage to Lionel. Um, yes, Mumra in his uh, superhuman form uh, is a strong brute and can kick ass, but like I said, it doesn't last very long. Same thing with Monstar. In both forms, Monstar is very strong, but he gets additional power from the Dark Star or whatever the hell, Moon Star, whatever the hell it's called. I don't. Well, know. they they each. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but they each get. They each have power that can be taken away. Right. So they each have like an Achilles heel, so to speak. Right, and if they were facing off against each other, I don't. I honestly don't know who I would pick because. If they knew of each other's weaknesses, then one could just topple the other fairly easily. Like how, like, like how long do we see that battle going on? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, breaking down the weaknesses, Mumrock basically is. I'm trying to remember. It's just basically his reflection, right? It's his reflection, but there's also times where... I mean, I know he only can be out for so long as, as right, well. Right, that's, that's the thing. There are times where he fights Lion... Before the reflection is even a factor. There were times where he fought Lionel, but it only lasted for like 10, 15 minutes, and then he was like, oh, I am so weak, I have to... And, you know. and Monstar doesn't have that time limit. Does he? No. Um, Not that I remember. I don't remember him ever... I don't like, think so. Like he has to have the moon, the, the 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 whatever you want to call it, the star thing, moon, whatever has to line up in order to give right. him the power to transform. But once he's transformed, I I never saw him ever have to go back to the other form unwillingly. Mm-hmm. Like he uh-huh. could stay his powerful form as long as he wanted, and then basically I don't know. They never even show him reverting into 
his first form like they do Mumra. And the thing for me here, and I'm, I'm not saying who I'm voting for because I honestly am still deciding, but uh, Monstar's original form is nothing to sneeze at. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mumra's original form is just this kind of pathetic, decrepit-looking character who still can do some things, but he's not. Like, if we were to take their original forms, I think Monstar wins. Yeah. Now, in their oh, yeah. in their souped-up, like, transformed states, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Steve? I was hoping I was next. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, analyzing the two of them, despite whatever powers Mumra has, and not to jump over top of what you guys have said, because I'm going to go kind of a little bit different route, uh, as I do agree with some of what you've said. Um, Yeah, Mumra has all these abilities. However, when you combine it with uh, Monstar's ability to become this almost robotic entity once he gets the the uh, light of the moon star he becomes a robot he can fly in space like he's got jets all he has to do is pick up Mumra's ass and carry him into the oblivion of space and he's pretty much just gonna float there like it's there's no air he's I mean I know he's kind of undead in a sense but it would be like eternal hell. That's true. I did not think about it that way. Or he could throw him in the sun and that would kill him. That's interesting. Yeah, and of course the uh, the Silverhawks Wikia is no help because they only list the abilities and strengths. They don't list uh, the weaknesses. Stupid. But uh, Neil, Neil, what do you think? I'm I'm just looking at this and I'm gonna have to give it to <laughs> I'm making a quick decision here I'm gonna have to give it to Monster just because both forms look pretty badass and Mumra even though his his souped up form is pretty powerful he could be defeated with his own reflection and so um all Monstar has to do is it, it, take a mirror with him or have a a, a whole uh a whole bunch of mirrors with them in case any of them get broken. And just just keep trying to show his reflection, and he'll, he's got them. Well, and he might not even have to do that. I mean, he's metallic. I mean, I was just going to say that. Maybe yeah. partly metal, partly real. Uh... Yeah, he just, you know, just look look at my, look have, uh, have Mumra just look at his body, and, oh, there's his reflection right there. Yeah, he's just got to position himself just right. Didn't even think about that. Uh, to me, too, yeah, I know that they both have the two forms, but, yeah, I'm going back to the fact that uh, I don't ever feel like I've ever seen... I, I watched recently, within the last year, I watched, oh, God, um, at least half of the episodes of Silverhawks. Um, and in those episodes, I maybe it happens real late in their, their series, but I never saw a, a point where Monstar was forced to revert back to his other self. He doesn't have. Oh. He has the weakness that he has two different people, kind of. Right. But but you can't pull out a mirror and make him turn into his other self. You can't, you know, pour water on him and make him like Mumra has a legit thing that you can do to him that makes him revert back. And sometimes it's just a matter of time, and he has to do it even if you haven't done that. 
So while Mumra, I just, I, just, I just remembered where the weakness comes in. Hmm. In the very first, in in the pilot episodes, when before he breaks out of prison, mm-hmm. they have him trapped in that prison. Well, obviously it's a prison. You're going to be locked in a cell, but they have all of the light trapped. Right, so the moon can't get through. That's right. If he gets the moonlight, he can change. So that technically could be his weakness if you block out the light. But that's what I'm saying. If if he if you'd have to have that from the beginning of the battle, you'd have to have all the light blacked out. And that's a lot harder to do. Yeah, and if he even gets a pinch of light, he's going to turn into this form that you now can't get rid of. Yeah. Yeah, where Mumra, you can get rid of it. Now, I'm not saying that Mumra... Mumra might have the more powerful... Uh, he might have the more intense powers and the more effective powers with the different things he can do magically. Mm-hmm. But I just think it, it's going to come down to the fact that eventually he's going to wear out of that form. So if, if Monstar can just withstand whatever Mumra does, eventually I think Monstar is going to have the upper hand. Even though in, uh, I think it's episode four, or th- no, episode three of GCRN Wars, we uh, decided that Thundercats was the overall winner, here, I gotta say, Monstar takes it, because there, there's, yeah, I mean, hey, look at yourself, boom, you're dead. I mean, I think this would be an awesome battle to, to witness, and it would yeah, be cool oh, to, yeah. to see how it plays out, but yeah, my vote would be for Monstar. Steve? My vote would be to Monstar as well. Neil? Moan Star. All right. Once again, there is no dissension among the ranks. I think that's yet for future rounds, maybe. Um, so that will lead us into our second battle of today's episode, and that features Big Boss from the cartoon Cops and Miles Mayhem from the cartoon Mask. we got lots of acronyms going here. Let's see you run this! Sounds like something I can turn to my advantage. All right, so in our second battle, we have obviously Big Boss against Miles Mayhem. We have the two most, I guess, human characters in our entire tournament facing off against each other. Um, And this is an interesting one because this is one where you have villains who are more so uh, not usually heavily involved in the action, more so leading a group of henchman type situation going on here I guess um, and I, again I honestly don't know exactly which way I'm, I have a feeling I know which way I'm going with this one but I, I want to hear what everybody has to say so let's start with somebody else who wants to go first with uh, Big Boss and Miles Mayhem Mike I guess I will uh, I, I will I will agree to a certain extent that I, but I don't think that both of them are so much hands-off. I think Big Boss is more hands-off than Miles Mayhem because we've seen in 35 episodes of Season 1 that Miles uses that switchblade so many times. So there are times where he is very much hands-on. There are other times where he's like, yeah, Dagger, go fuck up for me. You know, so... The the problem I have with these two villains facing off with each other is I think, honestly, because half of the time their schemes are so such dumbassery that they would just fall in a tie. <laughs> Honestly, they would just they just cancel each other out. They really do. Neither one of them had if they're going up against each other. I'm 400 something pounds so I can say this. Big Boss is a fat man. He has no muscle on him. He sits there petting a cat, you know, you know, all he needs now is some crazy son who wants to go all e- you know all evil on him at the end of the third movie. But it's one of those things where 
what does he what does he do other than send his henchmen to do crap? But do you want to mess with the head of a gangster organization? But he he is he is essentially incompetent. What if he they both the... are allowed to bring their henchmen? <laughs> That's not the point, mm. damn it. Just saying. <laughs> the point is is that you know, Miles Mayhem while he is a fat businessman, he at least can do some battling physically Would... without Switchblade. And I, I just, I, I don't think Big Boss is even worth the time, honestly. Would Doc just... Terror have been able to beat either of these guys? Yes. <laughs> yes, Doc Terror would run circles around uh, around Big Boss. Miles, I'm not so sure. Steve, Steve or Neil, what do you guys think about this one? Steve. Okay. I would... Uh... They're both they're both almost kind of neck and neck. I mean, I kind of agree with you. They almost kind of do cancel each other out. However, on the other hand, uh, uh, Miles Mayhem uh, mm-hmm. is he seems like he's got more of a military background to him in a sense. Right. He does. Uh, whereas Big Boss is a fat bastard. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm honestly just gonna have to go with Miles Mayhem on this one, just because I, I think he'd not only kick his ass in a fight or in a race, uh, <laughs> um, but just, just overall, it, you, you've got a guy that you know seems like he's gonna shit more together. I mean, yeah, mob boss is great and all, but. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No When you have tanks and all kinds of other shit that you could call upon to kick some ass, I, I think I'd go with that guy. Neil, uh, could you hang on for just a second? Yeah, I'll be right back. Miles Mayhem, though, uh, it, it, it's said in the 2008 file card, though, that he's a. Uh, um, Operative of Cobra. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that connection. Yeah. He almost looks like he's wearing Cobra Commander's uniform without the faceplate. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's will the same basic that. shape to the head, too, is, which is actually kind of funny. And, you can and, superimpose it. And Miles does, uh, I agree with you guys, he does do a little more hands-on stuff. Like He is more involved in the action. He does have his weapons and his mask, of course, which we didn't really talk about. Um, so, I mean, he does have all that going. I, I, but 
but just because we haven't seen it from Big Boss doesn't know doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't have it in him. But I agree. That's why I said I kind of think I know where I'm going with this one, and I'm I'm slightly you know leaning towards Miles Mayhem. But again, I'd be interested to see how this exactly would play out and what would Big Boss do. Yeah, Big Boss kind of reminds me of the uh, the guy that ran the uh, camp thing in uh, Batman the Animated Series. Oh yeah, and um, oh what's uh, he looks the just like underdeveloped. Him. Uh, not the Underdwellers. Um, forgot, forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Oh, Neil. Uh, yeah. It sounds like you guys brought up the uh, the Cobra connection. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, it looks like it looks like Miles Mayhem gets a little more extra just because he does have the pilot's helmet. And you guys said he has a switchblade. I haven't watched all of Mask, so I don't really know, but. I'd say Big Boss has a has like a good 100 pounds on him. So just just by pure <laughs> just by pure athleticism, I think Miles is gonna take it. So to to Big Boss, I say nay nay. <laughs> and I agree, Mike. Yeah, Miles Mayhem takes this all the way. All right. So again, a unanimous decision by the panel here. Now we'll move on to our next battle in this round which is the mighty Megatron from Transformers against the sinister Psykill from Gobots. Oh god. I'll crush you with my bare hands! Under no circumstances are you to surrender. I still function! Return to the command center quickly! So let's get this underway. I absolutely know where we're going with this one, but uh, let's have Neil start for a change on this one. Megatron versus Psykill. Oh my god, can't this just be a buy? I mean, come on. <laughs> the Gobots got to be represented in some way. I guess, but you know, you have a guy who turns into a gun, for Christ's sake. He, he has a he has a arm-mounted fusion cannon that he could execute other robots with at point-blank range. And then you have this other guy... Who turns into a motorcycle, and he he has hold the gun though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he has uh, what kind of fists you'd call that? I, I don't know. He, uh, he he's got a cool oh, face. I, I get, well, see, I've seen the original Japanese cartoon where he comes from, and I don't think he was. I don't think he was ever supposed to be a villain. He looks. He looked. He looked like a cute sidekick in that. In that, and they they. Tonka got him, and they were like, "Yeah, this is the main bad guy." And I'm like, "What? And I, I don't know. I don't know how this this match ever got put together. Megatron all the way. I mean, my God, I I would put T Bob over over Psykill. Wow, I completely agree with that. That's the only thing that T Bob is worth it for is is to beat Psykill. T Bob over Psykill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We have talked about just, having a tournament of all the little uh, silly sidekicks like Orko and, and T-Bob and, and stuff like that. <laughs> Orko could kick his ass. Yeah, Orko would get... Even now, with, should I bring up that Megatron did actually die, though, in the cartoon at some point? Or... He theoretically died. He didn't actually die. Well, That's a whole yeah. for I still function. <laughs> Wanna bet? Cycle could just run away on his bike and not get hit by Megatron. No. Uh, Megatron's got a fusion cannon. He can send him to hell. I'm sorry. If if Psykill was on 
the Autobot vessel that had an enormous battle, he would be leaning up, clinging to Megatron's lead, leg, saying, No! Such villainous nonsense. Boom! Fusion cannon right to the fucking head. I, oh my god. And GoBots are such a fucking copycat and ripoff. Uh, I know they came first. I don't care, but they are they are the Kmart person's Transformers. They just are. Ugh. I have no ill will towards the GoBots, but I do agree that this is the most lopsided round that we're, or matchup that we're talking about in this uh, set of battles today. If this isn't, before we let Steve go, because I don't think Steve has really like given his full thoughts, but if this isn't a friggin' landslide with, like, 50 to 0, I'm going to be really surprised. And I want people to comment why you think Psykel could beat friggin' Megatron. All the He-Man fans do, are going to try to do this to get Megatron knocked out of the <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Conspiracy. Right. Steve, what are your thoughts? Okay. Obviously, we know who's going to win this one. Just because of... Uh, you've got the menacing, you've got the gun, you've got the fusion cannon, you've got an actual um, a realistic structure to the robot form. Yeah. Whereas Psykill looks like uh, a rejected uh, McDonald's toy <laughs> that has Optimus Prime colors. Yeah. And the only thing he can grip is a pole. <laughs> Megatron can point at you and say, to hell with you. He's like, I don't have posable thumbs. But uh, uh, this is going to be so lopsided. I mean, this is almost as bad as like Cobra Commander against uh, ni- uh, Cyborg Numbnuts. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know... It, there's just nothing I could say. I mean, Megatron's going to wipe the floor with him. I mean, that's just... In, in any universe, Megatron's going to wipe the floor with him. If Megatron was his action master or his GoBot self, he would wipe the floor with him. If he, he was damaged two colors, he'd wipe the floor with him. The damaged Megatron that Prime whooped the ass to in the movie would kick his ass. What, even the one that's floating around in space waiting for... Uh... Unicorn? Yes. He still yeah. had his fusion cannon. I still function. Okay, can Psykill beat any Decepticon? No. 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 Not at all. Reflector? No, no. not even nope. Reflector. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Reflector would just, you know, phase him out. Could could uh, the kid in the wheelchair beat Psykill? Yes. yes. Even, even yes. Chip Jakes could beat Psykill. He'd just hit him with his wheelchair and then plug in a, ch- uh, you know, just tase him and then he'd go down. Chip Chase was pretty strong. I saw an episode where he, he ripped a floppy disk in half. That's <laughs> could, pretty powerful. Could Big Boss or Miles Mayhem beat Cycle? Oh, hell yeah. Big Boss? All Big Boss had to do was just sit on him. He just sit on his I face. I Cycle could do something against the humans, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't. You can't grab him. Look at... Okay, I'm I'm just guesstimating, and I, you know, I'm, I don't feel like I'm at a carnival here, but look at Big Boss. He has to be anywhere between three to 400 pounds... All you got to do is sit on Psykill, and Psykill will be like... The only I feel thing like I this can is put... like an episode of Robot Chicken or something. <laughs> it would be a great episode. Thing. We should pitch it. <laughs> the only thing I could oh, put in Psykill's yes. favor, maybe, 
because he's got those yellow teeth, maybe he he has bad halitosis and he could just breathe on the other characters and knock them <laughs> it out. Wouldn't af- it wouldn't affect Megatron. He doesn't have, uh, you know, smell receptors. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is going to be a lopsided one. Again, unanimous decision by the panel. But please, if anybody, if these are to the people that voted for Doc Terror and stuff like that. If anyone's going to vote for Psycho, like Mike said, please just give us the scenario, uh, entertain us, enlighten us as to how Psycho could possibly beat Megatron. All right. On to the final battle for today. Somewhat interesting one here. We have Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles against Tex Hex from Bravestar. <laughs> what the devil? <laughs> Don't worry. I get him next time. You would be wise to lose your flippant ways. All right, so it's time for Shredder against Tex Hex. Now, most people are probably more familiar with Shredder being from the Turtles, but uh, Tex Hex from Brave Star, interesting character here. Just give you a little bit about him. Obviously, he's the main, main antagonist of Brave Star. He was voiced by Charlie Adler. Um, kind of like the gang leader here, he has magical powers, including the ability to shoot energy bolts, destroy mountains, summon creatures called fire snakes. He's got all kinds of different little magical powers. And obviously, we're familiar with Shredder, the human can opener. Um, who may or may not have been destroyed in a dumpster at one point, only to rise again as Kevin Nash. I'm sorry. Um, What's all that metal for? Megan Coleslaw? <laughs> uh, who wants to start with uh, Shredder against Tex Hex? Uh, uh, Mike does, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'd... Okay, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast in the intro, that Cubo is running Brave Star on their night owl. I watched Brave Star two nights. I've ne- I've ne- up until this point I'd never watched Brave Star as a kid, so I never really knew anything about it. I've been watching it the last 3 or 4 nights in preparation for this, and I don't know if it's the fact that I just got bored with it, but every single night before I went on YouTube earlier today to find out about Tex Hex was Every single night watching it on television, I fell asleep before the dude even ever showed up in an episode. <laughs> it takes them four freaking, like, none of the episodes of Brave Star that I watched showed Tex Hex right away. There was one episode where the henchmen were doing a whole bunch of stuff, and there was one episode called uh, Vigilantes where this vigilante guy was doing a whole bunch of stuff, and, like, I've never really, I mean, yeah, I did go onto YouTube and I did do my research, but... I, I I don't know. Come back to me, Kev. Why don't you? I mean, I, to me, it's a hard matchup. Like, which which character do I like better? I like Shredder better. Like, I've always Shredder's always been one of my favorite villains. Like, something about his look. I think it was well done. Like, even in the live action form, I liked it. I don't know why. I just I like him as a character. Um, now that being said, in a battle, you. In order for Shredder to do damage to you, it almost has to be hand-to-hand combat. You know, he is a, I guess, for lack of a better term, he's a martial artist type person. I mean, I guess he could throw some stuff at you, but, you know, it has to be close combat for him to be where he needs to be to have the advantage. And Tex Hex can damage you from a distance and and hurt you from a distance with his ability to shoot energy bolts, his magical powers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so can Shredder get close enough to Tex Hex 
to win this battle without getting hurt himself, I guess is where I'm falling. You know, I like Shredder better. I'm trying to find a way for him to win this battle. I'm not sure if I see it yet, though. Um, Steve, what are your thoughts? Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space, a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, waterbed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Well... I would say Shredder, in a sense, I, it's kind of a toss-up here. I mean, Shredder, for one, appears a hell of a lot more frequently. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has a lot more ideas. He has a lot more plans. He has a lot of uh, henchmen or behind-the-scenes plans that go on. Uh, he has a lot of technology on his hand as well. Or people stupid enough to fight for him. He doesn't necessarily have to fight Tex Hex to win. Because he'd find some other alternate way, whether it be something he's created or um, he, he wouldn't necessarily need to do the hand-to-hand thing. If he but, does get close enough to Tex-Hex, Tex-Hex stands no chance. Well, yeah, because all he'd have to do is just cut him. Well, that, but you also have to consider that Shredder is a ninja master. That's true. Yeah, he's he he could fight all four turtles and still kick their ass. And he does have that ability to to be undetected and and very kind of. It, I don't it, it would be like it, it would be like having uh, the if the two of them were in a battle then Shredder, all he'd have to do is sneak up behind him and he could just stab him in the back or in the spine or in the skull. Or, I mean, it just... He could make quick work of Tex-Hex. I mean, yeah, Tex-Hex can do uh, magical powers and stuff like that, but what's to say Shredder couldn't get something from Dimension X to kind of deflect whatever it is that's being sent his way? It would have been interesting to see Tex Hex go against, um, like an Overlord Venger or like a King's Archon, because um, the you know the magic kind of offs you know would have canceled each other out. Uh, Neil, what what are your thoughts about Shredder and Tex Hex? Well, the first thought I had was uh, Brave Star being a filmation cartoon means that uh tex hex has has a very limited number of animations also already shredder has more moves but on a serious note um he was almost I, in the under he was supposed to be the the henchman in filmation's ghostbusters and apparently they didn't use him in that so then he turned into a character in brave star i can see that um <laughs> but anyway uh yeah shredder's got shredder's got all of dimension x uh technology at his disposal so that kind of evens things out plus uh he, he's got a life partner in krang so he has something to live for so that puts a little incentive on his side here um, let me throw this brain at you tex hex <laughs> there's that too um i'm gonna have to go with shredder i mean shredder can sneak up on him i mean shredder 
you got to remember, even in those drill tanks, you could sneak up on you. They didn't know those things were coming until like they were practically coming up through the street. So uh, Shredder has Shredder has uh, the stealth on his side, so he can get around Tex Hex pretty easily, I think. Shredder. All right, uh, Mike. Like Neil pointed out, he has Krang and all of Dimension X behind him. I know we're talking about one-on-one battles, but you got to think, these are villains. They're going to do anything and everything to each other to make sure that they win. I mean, hell, he could just show up in the Technodrome and just run Tex Hex's headquarters over and just crush him underneath the tank treads. You know, he could do so much to Tex Hex, where yes, Tex Hex might be able to get a couple of sniper shots off at him, but... Yeah, I I go with Shredder all the way. Steve, final vote. Shredder. All right, I I am gonna go with Shredder here too. I mean, I could see a scenario where Tex Hex could possibly win, but I just think it's more likely that Shredder, you know, nine times out of ten would win compared to Tex Hex's one lucky, you know, underdog. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that does it for this round of battles so we have voted for Monstar over Mumra in what I expect to be a very close vote Um, Miles Mayhem over Big Boss Megatron over Psykill which we expect to be a landslide (laughs) Megatron slaughtering Psykill we want explanations (laughs) yeah we want explanations and Shredder over Tex Hex which uh, I would assume that would be the way the vote goes but there may be some Tex Hex love out there we will have to wait and see and the winners will match up against each other in the quarterfinal now when we go into our next episode we will be featuring all four quarterfinal matchups we'll be talking about both sides of the brackets in the quarterfinal matchups so the winners of all the matchups today again and we will also be talking about the winners that we announced at the beginning of the episode mike what else do we want to say um that's that's pretty much it i mean go vote go comment yeah, yeah go vote, go comment, explain your votes, explain why you voted for who you voted for. Otherwise, turn in your geek card, because this is it doesn't get any geekier than talking about 80s villains from cartoons. That's the other thing. If you, if you listeners are on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, if you're a fan of us on the Facebook fan page, if you follow us on Twitter, spread this around. Get as many people to geekcastradio.com as you can because we want as many votes and explanations as possible. If you're a He-Man fan, it's going to take your all of your fellow He-Man fans to get Skeletor to the finals. If you're a G.I. Joe fan, you need to support Cobra. You know, Turtles fans, Transformers fans, whoever is out there. You got to rally yes. the troops. That's right. That's right. All right. So we are going to go to a quick ad break and we'll come back after this. Coming to Grand Rapids, Michigan on September 21st and 22nd is GrandCon Gaming and Comics Convention presented by Celebration Cinemas. Join us in playing or chatting it up with fellow enthusiasts in a community that understands your passions. Get lost in the adventure of your favorite role-playing game. Admire costumes and art from vendors and attendees. Meet the creators behind your favorite mainstream and independent games and comic books. Check out unpublished games and sneak peek at things to come. You can get all this and more at GrandCon. For more information, please visit www.grand-con.com. So again, folks, just remember, 
Listen to the podcast. If you agree or disagree with our opinions, you don't have to either way, or you could make up your own and come to your own conclusions. Go listen, go vote, and comment, and interact with us and have discussion with us. I know a lot of our listeners of some of the other shows are always saying, oh, I want to interact with you guys, or oh, I wish I could be there when you guys do podcast records. Well, this is your chance to get in, even though it's commenting on the website. Get in, comment, tell us what you want, tell us why you think battles would be won or lost, and that's pretty much it. The voting uh, for this part of the round here will be open from Friday the 29th of March through Friday, April 5th. The voting will be closed um, Friday, April 5th at midnight Eastern Standard Time on the morning of April 5th. So go vote, go comment, everything else. And and, and the main thing, too, is we have lots of different ideas for these different tournaments. You know, once we conclude the 80s villains uh, from cartoons, we have other ideas. So if you want to see future tournaments, we got to have participation in this one so that we know people are interested and people want more of this. Um, We have a lot of ideas for future tournaments. So if you want more of this type of stuff, uh, participate and let us know that you like what we're doing or whatever, and then we'll go from there. That's right, exactly. Uh, Steve, you have any other final thoughts before we close? Uh, no, I've just been really happy with uh, not only our decisions and the votes and the fact that, for the most part, we've all been unanimous, I think, to this point. Yes. Uh, and also the fact that uh, all the votes went in our favor this last round. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So yes, I, I I'm pretty excited oh. to see what happens in this next round and to see who gets um, batched all completely all to hell or uh, who wins and loses. So I, I think should be an interesting gonna, round next time. I think also what's going to be interesting is you know we're all getting along like we're sitting around a campfire right now in this first uh, round, um, and we're all agreeing with everybody and it's just very kumbaya-ish. Um, I expect that to change as we go forward, though, because yes. as we get through the quarters and especially into the semifinals, I expect there to be some disagreement amongst the people involved in the records. Well, I think it's going to oh. get pretty heated. <laughs> it's going to get very heated. I don't even uh, know which way I'm leaning in most of these. But I just have a feeling eventually some people are going to go up against each other that we are going to have disagreements on. Yeah, pretty much. It's going to get fun. All right, we hope you enjoyed this episode of GCR and Wars. I wish you'll join us next time when we will have the quarterfinals in the 80s cartoon villain tournament. For now, I am TFG and Mike with... Steve Megatron Phillips. TV's Richard Neal. And Optimus Solo. Thank you for listening. Until next time. You've just listened to... GCRN Wars on KeyCastRadio.com If you would like to leave feedback on the show, there are many ways to do so. You can visit the website KeyCastRadio.com where you can comment on the episode in all of our different podcasts. Be sure to rate our show on iTunes and leave us feedback. Follow us on Twitter at KeyCastRadio. Become a fan of us on Facebook by searching KeyCastRadio Network. You can email us at feedback at geekcastradio.com. Call the voicemail line 502-526-5821. Please remember to tell us the show you were leaving the message for and your name. So until next time, unleash the geek in you. <laughs>